This is The Lock Asylum, an original audio drama written by Cara Jennings and Sophie Trott. My name is Patrick Wallace, and I'm a professor in the Department of Economic History at LSE. The piece you're about to hear emerged from conversations that Cara, Sophie and I have been having about a slim volume of handwritten notes that I found in a London archive a few years ago and have been working on together with my undergraduate students ever since. That volume didn't look like much when I first picked it up in the archive. It's small, it's just a notebook with a few pages lost from the front where the binding has worn away. But it turned out to be something quite unique. It was a set of notes almost little biographies of the young women who were taken into the Lock Asylum in London in the 1780s and 1790s. These women were not the type of person who leaves much of a trace in historical records. They were young, mostly poor, and had all just finished being treated for syphilis at the Lock Hospital, a charity that helped the many poor who contracted this terrifying sexually transmitted disease. Many of the women described there admitted to spending time working as prostitutes. Others told how they'd been assaulted by fellow servants or employers, or abandoned by the men they'd expected to marry. These were women on the margins, women who we know too little about. The page or so of notes that sets out the bare bones of each woman's life halts with their admission. Beneath, the clerk recorded a few words on how their time ended, but we know so little about their experiences and futures that we have to take an imaginative leap to envisage what life at the Lock Asylum was like and how these women's lives played out. This is the point from which Cara and Sophie's work begins. Working with director Becky Mills and a cast of actors, they've taken these life histories and built them into a story, a drama that moves us beyond the page and creates a fiction that helps us imagine the world these women faced and the ways in which they shaped it. The Lock Asylum, created and written by Cara Jennings and Sophie Trott, based on real entries in the Lock Asylum admissions ledger from 1787. From former matron Ruth Plym, to the Lock Asylum for Fallen Women, 5 and 6 Osnaburg Row, 18th of April 1811. Dear ungrateful hog grubbers, not that. Dear members of the board, I'm writing to inform you of the hardships I'm suffering since my dismissal by the new Committee of Ladies. I petition you to recompense me after 23 years of service. For those of you who have forgotten, I was cured for syphilis in 1787 when I was seven months pregnant. You're lucky. Not many people are allowed fumigation. Most are salivated with creams. Yeah, the doctor said it would help the baby. Yeah, this way the mercury goes all around the squeaker and cures it as well. It's devilish hot in here. Oh, that's the coals in the box. It's like a smokehouse for curing meat. Yeah, meat gets cured, you get cured. Makes sense. Put this on. It's a jelly mould. It's medical equipment. Very expensive. Take everything off, I won't look. What are you wearing a mask for? I thought you said it was harmless. Well, it's a procedure. Now, get in the box. I think I've changed my mind. Don't turn coat. It's lovely, really. Like a relaxing steam bath at Haddock's Bagnio. I wouldn't know. I'm a mantua maker. Mm, they all say that. I've just got a bad thumb. Quickly now, you don't want to waste the vapour. 
my bum's burning. How long do I have to stay in? Not long. A few hours. As long as the vapour lasts. I put in three grains, or was it four? I'll bring you some beer in an hour. Here, Reverend Scott's hints to patience. Most people find it helps. Or if you can't read, then you could recite the Lord's Prayer. I can read. It has pleased God to chastise your deplorable vice, your sensual and luxurious ways with this dreadful malady. Many of these unhappy wretches, whose executions are the disgrace of our age and country, confess that in the company of harlots they were trained up for this fatal end. Jesus! Nurse! Please let me out! I'm going to be sick! I'll be back to turn the page when I bring the beer. <laughs> Sirs, during this gruelling mercury treatment, I lost three teeth. But by the grace of God, I didn't lose the baby. I had nowhere to go and no money. But the newly opened asylum offered a glimmer of hope. Sorry to keep you waiting. The gentlemen of the board have been seeing lots of penitent women. I'm the secretary. Mr Fisher, yes, they said. And you'll be meeting me, Reverend Scott... William Wilberforce, and a couple of other eminent supporters of the charity. Goodness, I wish I had my clothes. So, how long have you been on the town? Since I was 15. And where was that? Details are good. Uh, I was in a flash panny down Drury Lane, and sometimes worked at the parks. I hear it is very vibrant at night. Did you wear anything special? When I was on the job. And you allowed many of them to connect with you? It was mostly dry bobs. You must be... Very ashamed. Not really. Mr Bromfield, the apothecary, stitched me up. His brother founded the lock, so they owe me. There is only one bed today. Please. I need a place to lay in, then get out and back to work. I still look young. You're 25. Most prostitutes are dead by your age. A seamstress don't make enough to keep herself and a chip without turning a few tricks. You can't cheat death forever. I'm desperate. You need to change the story. Say you repent. And will be a good Christian. And say you are debauched, then suicidal, drowning, like Ophelia in the Serpentine, perhaps. Reverend Scott will like that. It's a beautiful image. Have you ever seen a drowned woman? No. What about a drowned baby? Can you sew? Yes. I'll make sure to say that and be deeply ashamed. I'm not apologising. The committee will think you should. Miss Ruth Plym, do come in and tell us all about it. Uh, I was wickedly seduced and got pregnant and infected with the foul disease. Mm -hmm. uh, I was about to drown myself in the serpentine when Mr Bromfield saved me and found me a bed at the hospital. Please, gentlemen, I'm destitute. My clothes are in the pawn and the kids chew any time. I know I deserve to burn in hell for eternity, but not the innocent, love-forgotten child. I repent, truly. Please, forgive the evil of my ways. We'll give you a place. <laughs> I was so grateful to be admitted, but when I arrived, I found the asylum chaotic rather than a place of sanctuary. 20 women with after-effects from their mercury cure housed together on the edge of Hyde Park with the threat of highwaymen on the doorstep. However, I'd resolved to follow a righteous path 
I didn't know that the three women I roomed with would be the first of many I'd help to find salvation. There was Sarah Downs, whose hair was falling out in clumps. All right. Roof, is it? Yeah. Can you help me turn my mattress? It's crawling. We'd better hurry. Oh, this side's worse. Martha bled on it and swapped it for your one. How about a game of Crambo? I've never played it. You must have. One time at the Rainbow Coffee House, I rhymed feudal with doodle, you know, as in a mask. Yeah, I know. I always called it a dilly or a lob. That's nice, Mary. And Mary Carter, who was only 15. I'll teach you. Come on, Matron will be back soon. I'm thinking of a word and it rhymes with cream. What is it? No, you have to go around the houses. Think of something that rhymes and then describe that word without saying it. Like, is it where you join two bits of fabric? No, it's not a seam. Got it? Right, um... It's easier with practice. You'll get all the connections going. Oh, I think it's the baby. It's slow, my brain. I know. Is it a story you make up in your mind? No, it's not a dream. Oh, I know. Is it what you get when you boil a kettle? On the money! Steam! Do you know, I've seen a steam engine in Falkirk. A client took me. You can use it to rotate things. So it can pump water, mill grain. And of course the matron, Mrs Baker. <gasps> Get back to bed, Martha. <laughs> Who was distracted. If I catch you in the bog house again tonight, I'll lock you in the cellar. <sighs> Get off me. <laughs> she preferred fine things to us and slept on a four-poster bed with new bolsters and coverlets. We were on stump beds two feet wide. Forever and ever. Sarah Downs, Amen. I don't buy your false prayers for a moment. Give me your blanket. But, Mum, it, it's so cold. Call her off. I could take yours as well, Ruth Plim. Sorry, matron. Ah, the nightman wanting his tip. The gin man, more like. And Martha Threadgill, whose dark outlook contrasted with Sarah's. <sighs> Sarah, you can't lie like that. Get in with me. Thanks. Shut it, bunters. We were cut off from our friends to stop us from going back to old ways. All letters were vetted by Mrs Baker. Most people's families refused to write anyway. We spent our days in wholesome, gentle productivity for the charity. Well, that was the idea anyway. Mr Fisher said you were a mantra maker. I was. Mary's slow, and Martha's core-handed. Can't even thread a needle. I've got globs in me eyes. Quiet down. Don't look at me like that. We enjoy our work here, on the outskirts of town, away from the evils of the city. Reflective silence offers an opportunity to... Put those scissors down. I was passing them to Sarah. Martha. What? Uh, matron, can I have a salve? Oh, my finger's bad. I'm inducting Miss Plim. So, as I said, you shan't leave except for church services. A lady was murdered in five fields for rings on her fingers. Uh, is there some work for me? What? Yes. From Reverend Scott. He's commissioned a fine shirt, but it needs unpicking. The stitches look like they've been done with a crowbar. Yes, ma'am. It's Sarah's turn to read the psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I'll not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside... Oi! My... Bacon face! Stop dreaming! Uh, uh, where's Sarah? A, a matron? At the door. Delivery. Probably a nice counterpane for her boudoir. Why won't she pick me? I could go door. Mary still thinks her Yankee cool is going to send for her. <laughs> 
What kind of bow is going to be with a burnt biter? My kind of bow. Sam's a good un and he loves me. We vowed I'd do the town for two years, save up and leave this country and make a life together in America, where there's chances. We can get in a wagon and have our own land, grow flowers. He's a pimp. I gave him the money to go to New York, get a job. Then he's sending for me. He's done a runner. If he ever existed. You don't understand, love. What about you, fatty? How come you're so old with a jack-in-the-box? I've made a mistake. Should have bought down the flowers. I'll punch you in the womb if you like. That's really pretty. Oh, that's some fancy work. Matron will love that. The stitches, all small and neat. What's that bumpy bit? French knots. Ooh, la la. You're going to make us look bad. Stop it. <gasps> Too late. I could have helped you with yours. Now I've got to start again. I don't need your help. Suit yourself. Where's the scissors? Matron keeps the scissors. No, she don't. You're a mole, the worst kind, who thinks they're better. You looked all snooty at the room. It's foxy in there, like no one washes. Keep it down. I can hear you from the front door. That a new shawl, Mum? No. The shirt. Ruth, what have you done? Ask Mary. She saw. Well? Nothing, Mum. Martha. What? I made a mistake. I had to start again. You owe us ninepence for the fabric. I'll note it. My face didn't fit. I was the oldest by far, and I was bullied. But I kept my mindset on living a virtuous life and getting suitable work. This is very fine china, matron. Royal Crown Derby. As I said, I'm sorry this shirt wasn't ready for Sunday, Reverend, but I think you'll agree it was worth the wait. It's almost too fine for a man of the cloth. All thanks to Miss Plym. I simply followed the design. This is excellent workmanship. Your belly is blooming, Miss Plym. May I bless the child? Uh, uh... Like a ripe peach. Thank you, Ruth. You can get back to work now. I raised three pounds for the charity with my needle. I won praise from Reverend Scott and vowed to help my sisters keep to the path of righteousness. Sisters, we do this every Sunday. Please line up in order. All the Anne's up front, then the Jane's, then the M's. One home book each. Up you go to the gallery. Ooh, listen to Matron's pet. Shove up, Mary, you miserable cow. That's my place. Well, I want to be next to Ruth, not Pooey Jane. All right, Ruth. We should be in order. Well, don't you want to sit next to me? No. That must be at least 500 people. Look at her dress. I've never seen such a beautiful gown. On such a bracket face. <laughs> That swell buck sponsored my cure. Should we loiter after and say hello? No, I don't think we should say hello to a gentleman from the front pew. We're behind a screen because they don't want to see us. I met him in a coffee house. People wear much better clothes in London. It's the richest city in the world. Well, why are we stuffed then? Welcome, everyone. We are gathered here to celebrate the word of God. This week, my wife was again unwell. Our servant was indisposed, and I found myself in the rare situation of boiling an egg. 
I searched the kitchen for a suitable pot, and I thought about how God has made a role for everyone. Yeah, him talking and us listening. If you were up there, what would you say? I don't want to be a square, but you might have a point. I found the pan and gave thanks to the Lord, and thanks to the hen. I'd say it's a big con. The people down there aren't better than me. That cull's got a sore on his hooter. I can see it from here. One Sunday at chapel, I witnessed an irregularity. Let us sing. Please open your hymnals to hymn number five. What's that you've got there, Martha? Nothing. You just took something out of the hymnal. You're seeing things from the medicine. Peace be with you. That was wonderful. I was sorry to hear about your wife. It's inconvenient. Thank you for waiting before bringing out the penitents. Can't put the paying public off. Many of them think there should be a separate door for the fowl. If only we could show them that we transform these sad cattle to God-fearing souls, we could get them all positions as servants and keep the charity going. If you took a penitent as a servant, people might follow suit. What about Miss Plym? We need a domestic, not a needlewoman. Someone able to manage children. So a bonus if she's a mother? Yes. Oh, Reverend, you're such an enlightened man. Matron? Oh, Ruth, you mustn't creep up like that. This was a private moment. Sorry, Mom. I didn't hear anything. May we come down? I can still see a few carriages. Give it a couple of minutes. Sarah, let me in. God, it stinks in here. Don't come in then. When you're in the privy, you know, you're on your own. I want you to read this. Who's it to? I don't know. I can't read. Hold that candle closer. Holy Father, you shouldn't have nicked this, Marth. What's it say? It's Mary's letter. Read it. Or I'll shank you. All right. It says, My darling Mary is from her boyfriend. Cock pimp. You're such a booby saying he doesn't exist and he's playing her. Listen. My darling Mary, I can't believe it's been so long since I last saw you. I've arrived in New York and I've found a way to bring you out here. I want you to meet my friend, Martin Cropper, at the churchyard on Sunday, the 18th of November. He'll be there from 11 to midday. He'll take you to the ship. At last, we can start our life together. God strike me blind. I can't wait to see you. Love, Sam. <laughs> Love. Love. Love, Sam. He loves her. He actually loves her. Let me in, I'm bursting. Bob away. Bob off. Give it to Mary. I'm not giving it no one. What are you doing, Sarah? You crop sick. Yeah, give it here. Ow! Oh, I can't hold on. Oh, oh, that's better. Wait, what's that you've got? Nothing. Sorry, it smells. Oh, I'm tired. Yeah, night. It's freezing out here. 
I knew they were up to something. And I suspected it was to do with what I'd seen in church, which seemed to be an unchristian act. <laughs> Shh, Mary, it's all right. Hey, this will cheer you up. I'm thinking of a word and it rhymes with ethereal. Oh, not this again. We might as well use our brains. Ethereal? I know. Is it something chickens eat? No, it's not cereal. Is it a magical act in the Bible? No, it's not a miracle. Half rhyme. Good try. The pox! They shave you and make people hate you because you're full! No, it's not venereal. <laughs> Shut your potato trap and give you red rag a holiday. Mary, it's all right. You're all right. Oh, no. Budge up. No, I'm bundling with you. You've been crying all night. Oh, oh, your bed's full of pins. What are you doing? You're covered in cuts. Leave me alone. Your thighs. We need to get some milk on these. Get off me. You've got your bow. You still might write. It takes ages getting letters. It should have come by now. It won't. It don't exist. I'm sure it will. I'm going to die here. I know it. I'm going to die. Get a room, you two. I'm trying to kip. Martha's right. You'll draw me dead, jabbering of bows and babies and sewing. What are you going to do? Be a doctor? Well, at least I can improve my... Matron! I couldn't stand by as Mary suffered. I had to help her. Come on, Jenny. If you stop laying, you'll be for the park. Sarah. Stop! Don't creep up! Martha's being really queer. Matron might come. You should go in. Chug, 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 chug. Give us your cackle thoughts. I think you know. I won't pray here. At church, we lined up in a different order. Martha got Mary's hymn book and there was a letter. I think it was from Mary's sweetheart and you read it to her in the privy. <laughs> the pickle's got to you. Keep your hooter out. I'm telling Matron. Mary's touched. She made the sweetheart up. Don't lie, I heard you. If I say anything, Martha will kill me. If Martha walks, I'll say you helped her and you'll be expelled. What are you saying? Please, Sarah, do what's right. You can read and sew... You can get work, not just homework. Don't ruin it for me. We need to get the letter off Martha. I don't know. Maybe Matron will allow Mary to go. Keep Matron out of it. Oh, my eyes. Do me a favour, someone, and thread this for me. Give it here. Oi, Mary. Your sweetheart got a mate called Martin. How do you know that? You dance a blanket hornpipe. No. You have. You shagged everybody and that's why you're here. You're as common as a barber's chair, you bunter. <laughs> At least I got paid. You gave for free to a cool who used you like a coffee house. <sighs> My needles come unfreaded again. I hate this. It's the wholesale today, innit? Oi! How much to take me down, Tattersalls? Take you any day. Make it today. I'm going to America tomorrow. What are you saying? <laughs> Just teasing, blabberma. What do you mean? I know all about your Oz musica, you leaky cackler. While Martha and Mary were bickering, Sarah and I managed to get the letter from Martha's box. <gasps> we put it in Mary's hymn book the next Sunday. 
The letter! It was wonderful to see her face light up when she found it. I was certain she would lead a godly life if she could reach her fiancé. I thought the matter resolved. But then I noticed Martha was missing. What are you doing in the vestry? What are you doing with my box? Bob back to the gallery. Matron will be looking for you. Let me pass. My friend is waiting. I know he is. He'll be very sorry to hear of your fate. What? What kind of nutter has rope and scissors with them at church? This kind. Get off me! Matron! She can't hear you! Oh, my hair! Oh, Sam's gonna cherish it. Stop! Don't! You'll kill him! If you give him my hair, you'll think I'm dead! You know what? You're boring me. Bye, Mary. Nice knowing you. <laughs> Martha must have been gone for half an hour and Mary alone all that time before Mrs Baker accepted my plea to search for her. She didn't want the congregation to know there was a problem. Mary! Oh, what were you doing leaving the service? Oh, this is very tight. Who did this? Oh, was it one of your clients from before? She's gone! She's gone! Martha! We've got to stop her. No one's stopping anybody. She can't be saved now. But she tied me up. Be quiet. Don't cause a scene. My face. Yes. We'll wait for everyone to leave. Mary! Martha's gone to the docks. Bolt the door. I'm getting the reverend. Come back! I've missed my chance. You all make me sick. Mrs Baker, this is too much. They're out of control, Reverend. It's not my fault. Oh, forgive me. I thought you were paid to be in charge. We've got to stop Martha and save her soul. I'll fetch a carriage. Yes. Oh. Oh, my waters. Not now. Stop it. This is the last thing we need. Attend to her, Mrs Baker. Oh, oh. You can't do it on this beautiful floor. Oh, I can't stop. Oh, leave me alone. What a fuss. I'll fetch some rags and water. Oh, oh, I don't want to do it. You're doing it. Hold my hand. Squeeze it if you like. Oh. That's it. You're doing brilliant. This is your chance, Mary. Go now. No one's here. I can't leave you like this. You must. I've done it before. Oh. Oh. Go! Thank you, Ruth. I'll always remember you. Gentlemen, to support my plea for funds, I remind you how Martha Threadgill's soul was saved because of my actions. Reverend Scott caught her and brought her back. Miss Martha Threadgill, <laughs> have you ever burned your hand? It will be like that all over your body, forever and ever and ever, unless you receive the word of God and be saved. You're a lunatic. You should be chained to a post. Right. I can either read to you from the Bible or punish you corporally. I'll take another baste in, thanks. I see. I'll lift my skirt up. Yeah? I know the drill. 
Come on, then. Here's my shoe. Good leather. Now, say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art... <laughs> in heaven, hallowed be thy... <laughs> thy name. May the Lord have mercy. I was fearful of getting attached to the baby. I didn't name her for the first ten days. At this point, I did bring certain matters to your attention. Knock, knock. How's the patient? Mr Fisher, we're doing well, thank you. How sweet. I'm so worried. What will become of us? I was hopeful that Reverend Scott might have a position. Yes, he does. Oh, wonderful. Yes, it is brilliant news. He wants to give it to Sarah Downs. Oh, well, that's good. Yes, I thought so. Um, this is a bit delicate. The matron, Mrs Baker... I know. She wants us out of here. Yes. Thank you for telling the Reverend your concerns. I wasn't sure if it was my place. She'll be leaving us. There have been terrible irregularities of the books. She had very expensive tastes. And now we're in want of a new matron. Oh, maybe the new matron will let us stay. Or I could... I'll put it to the board. Gentlemen, ever since I was appointed matron, I have served this institution, living within its walls, concealing many controversies and helping the women to choose the right path. My daughter Mary and I are down to our last pennies. She's now of an age. Please do not abandon us in our hour of need. Your most devoted servant, Ruth Plim. £545 for 23 years of service. That's 27 and a half good shags a year. I don't know. Maybe I should have stayed on the game. The Lock Asylum was created and written by Cara Jennings and Sophie Trott. It features Anna Kate Golding as Martha Threadgill, Jenny Gordon as Mrs Baker, Rosie Mae Jones as Mary Carter, Jonathan Kemp as Reverend Scott, Sophie Trott as Ruth Klim, Reuben Williams as Mr Fisher, and Charmaine Wanwell as Sarah Downs. All the other parts were played by the cast. Studio manager was Camilo Salazar. Historical consultant was Professor Patrick Wallace. It was directed by Becky Mills and produced by Cara Jennings, Becky Mills and Sophie Trott for the Department of Economic History at LSE in association with Positive Cynic Audio and Morley Radio. With big thanks to Dorian Ford, Sean Grundy, Lizzie Knight, Father Damien Mason from St Mary Brookfield, Kevin Siena, John Stars, Simon Shretter, all the participants from our workshops, the Department of Economic History at LSE and its students, and Morley Radio.